0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, July 15, 2021. The 56.6% of the Italian population have received the first dose of the vaccine and 40.7% of the Italian population is fully vaccinated, considering only the over-12s. Targeted by the vaccination campaign, 46.9% of the Italians are fully vaccinated. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Lombardy, Lazio, Puglia, Molise and Campania. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Alto Adige, Basilicata and Tuscany. As expected with the reopening and the lowering of restrictions, uh, the virus has resumed uh, running in Italy. In a week, the new daily cases have almost doubled and the Delta variant of the virus, more contagious, is now prevalent uh, than the others. There is the risk of returning to the yellow zone in the middle of summer and having to put the mask outdoors at Ferragosto. It is a scenario that nobody likes, but that can happen, above all, if the parameters on which the colors of the regions depend are not changed. In fact, the regions have asked the government for a change in the criteria, making way less the number of contagions that is already increasing and will grow further due to the Delta variant, and making way more. The number of hospitalizations in COVID wards and ICU that is for now stable, and so it is expected in the future, thanks to the vaccination campaign. To date, the element that involves the transition from the white zone to the yellow one is the weekly incidence of cases per 100,000 inhabitants. According to the latest weekly report to date, the regions with a higher figure are Abruzzo, Campania, Marche, and Sicily. These are the ones that in theory could risk the yellow zone in August if things will continue with the direction they are going now and if the government does not change the parameters. Also concerning is the fact that the beautiful and exciting festive celebrations for the victory of the national soccer team at the European Championship have seen scenes that cannot help but lead to an increase in the circulation of the virus. We can only hope that we won't see a dramatic upsurge of the curve in the next days. And speaking of Europe, the rest of our continent provides some consideration that might help Italy figure out what to do. In the Netherlands, nightlife has been banned again and part of Spain has decided to reinstate a curfew. In the UK, the government looked at the ratio between new cases and hospitalizations and deaths by COVID and saw that by vaccinating more than two-thirds of the population with one dose and more than half with two doses, the Delta variant has for now the same impact as seasonal influenza. In a pragmatic way, although several of their scientists very much disagree, thanks to mass vaccination, the UK has decided to treat the Delta variant as a flu and therefore to behave like a normal pre-Covid winter. They will be without any restriction from July 19 because they are assuming that they will see a number of infected by the end of the year between 6 and 8 million people with 4 to 10,000 deaths as the flu did yearly before Covid. Selfishly, Italy can live with this cho- can live this choice as an experiment to watch. If the increase in cases will continue to correspond to a limited number of intensive care occupations and deaths, then perhaps it could be a model to adopt in Italy too. If on the other hand there is a parallel surge in deaths, then the UK will return to restrictions and we will know what not to do. In UK they think that with vaccinations they have tamed the beast and then explore the partially unknown land, that is the behavior of the Delta variant of the virus, on many vaccinated humans. Time will tell. In the UK, they made the first bet in 2020, that of aiming at a natural herd immunity, and they lost it catastrophically. Then a second bet in 2021, at the beginning, aiming for just a single dose of vaccine instead of two, and they lost that bet too. This is the third bet, let's hope they have better luck now. In France, however, it was decided that from August 1 to enter theatres, cinemas, museums, schools, bars restaurants shopping malls offices planes trains long-distance buses and medical facilities will be required to show the green pass the certificate stating the complete vaccination or the recent recovery or a negative test in the previous 48 hours the result is that within two days two million french have booked their vaccine but also that there have been clashes and protests in the streets by those who think that the freedom is more important than other people's health even in case of pandemic. Theoretically, it could also be done in Italy, since according to a poll, 80% of Italians would be in favor, much more than the 61% of French who approved the decision. But in Italy, things are never simple. The government is thinking about it, but the parties are divided between those who want to do it, as in France, and those who consider it a a dictatorial decision, and of course in the debate are included regions and cities, and various associations of business categories touched by a decision like this. The Italian constitution would allow a law that introduced compulsory vaccination or a decision like the French one, there is no doubt about it. The principle of freedom of health contained in our constitution is precisely limited by the interest of the community, the common good. If one's freedom of health exceeds the interest of the community, the government can intervene with a restrictive measure, as has already happened with the lockdown. And in fact, in Italy, since a few weeks, we've been having a law that says that if you want to be a doctor or a nurse, you must be vaccinated. And France has copied just yesterday this law from Italy. I'm always sorry to talk about negative things concerning Italy, one decidedly very, very bad statistic comes from the results of tests taken by our kids in Italian schools in 2021. The two years of intermittent schooling, the massive necessary use of distance learning with huge fatigue and poor internet connections have hit hard the Italian students, already forced before COVID to a historical deficit of understanding and skills in large parts of the country. Among the reference nations in Europe, Italy was the one with the highest number of distance learning days, but some holes, already existing in two years, have become craters, and although there are those who are not very convinced of the credibility of the results of these tests, there is to be very, very worried. Elementary school, which has held up in attendance for long periods of 2020 and 2021 in almost every area nationally, all considered is holding up. In middle school there is the first collapse. Minus 4 percentage points in Italian language compared to 2018, which became minus 7 compared to a 2019 that had reported improvements, now zeroed out the drop is generalized throughout italy but as always southern italy suffers from real educational inequality in sicily and sardinia almost half of those tested are below the minimum level of adequacy in italian in calabria it reaches 55 percent in high school things get worse 51 percent of the italian students 51 percent of the italian students do not reach a sufficiency, sufficiency level in mathematics 44% in Italian with a dramatic peak of 64% of insufficiency in Italian language in the regions of Campania and Calabria. In mathematics, Campania reaches a level of 73 of insufficiency. According to these data, those who attend 5th grade in trentino Adige have mathematical knowledge equal to those who attend 8th grade in Calabria. It's a terrible figure and the first thing to hope for for is that the next school year that will start in September will run smoothly without new stops which would further worsen an already terrifying situation. The recent victory at the European Soccer Championships has not only brought joy to all Italians and concern for how this joy has exploded in Italian piazzas and streets, certainly favoring the spread of the virus. According to estimates of some economists, there will also be positive effects on the confidence of families and businesses and on the appeal of many in Italy abroad and even on the arrival of foreign tourists, except for the English, who seem to have cancelled many vacation bookings in Italy after their defeat in the final against us. Therefore, economic growth is expected to add plus 0.7% to the growth already forecast for this year. In 2006, after the triumph of the World Cup, the Italian GDP registered a growth of 2% it had been plus 0.9% the previous year, and grew again by 1.5% in 2007. Forecasts say that Italian exports now could increase by 10% their growth only thanks to Italy's victory, although in the first four months of 2021 Made in Italy exports have already increased by 19.8% compared to the same period last year. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and take care. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was Weed Italian News. I'll see you last, next Monday. Ciao from Rome.